So I want to uh, begin this sermon series. Uh, um, I'm calling it Positive Identification. And what we're going to be looking at, we're going to be looking at the, um, the seven I am statements that Jesus said, and it's unique to the Gospel of John. The seven I am statements. And he mentioned, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the door. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I am the true vine. I love these um, statements for many reasons. Number one, because you're only going to find them in the book of John. But also, uh, what it does, it shows us uh, the identification of Jesus Christ. So I want to begin uh, this series. It's going to be on Wednesday nights. Uh, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go through them. So it'll be this, and the next seven weeks we'll be talking about this. But as an introduction, um, I want to talk about how or why identification is important. You see, there's many things or there's many, uh, uh, there's much technology that has been spent in order to identify people. You can walk in the city of London and uh, you'll be filmed multiple times because they're interested in your identification. Uh, just this, in case something happens, they want to be able to identify you uh, so they can pick you out. If you're, if you're involved in crime or anything like that, they want to identify. Listen, it was you that did that. We've got your picture. Uh, if you're identified in driving in a bus lane and they want to send a, a ticket somewhere, they, they take pictures. They want to identify you because uh, uh, identification is important. And I want to look at that as we introduce this uh, sermon series out of John chapter 8. Uh, uh, a familiar portion of scripture where Jesus was talking back and forth to the Pharisees, the scribes. Uh, he was talking back and, um, you know, he was describing uh, the, the kingdom of God to them. But of course, their, heart, their, their hearts were hardened and he was describing many things to them. And in, in John chapter 8, in verse number 52, we pick up the story where they kind of come back at him. And it says, that, then the Jews said to him, now we know that you have a demon. Abraham is dead and the prophets, and you say, if anyone keeps my word, he shall never taste death. They said, are you greater than our father Abraham, who is dead, and the prophets who are dead? Who do you make yourself out to be? And Jesus answered, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father who honors me, of whom you say that he is your God. Yet you have not known him, but I know him. If I say I do not know him, I shall be a liar like you, but I do know him and keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. And then the Jews said to him, you're not even 50 years old, and you say you've seen Abraham. And here it is, verse number 58. Jesus said to them, most assuredly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. If I had to pick a favorite phrase of Jesus in the entire Bible, I think that'll be it. I can imagine if this was a movie, I can imagine the music coming up as he's beginning to say that. I can imagine the, the lights start to dim down and he just says there's something, the music's coming up and he says, before Abraham was, the music cuts out. I am. And it's echo. Everyone just goes crazy, right? Because the statement is so profound. Because we understand what Jesus Christ is doing when he says, I am. 
We understand that he had to use grammar that didn't really make sense in order to tell the people who he's talking to his identification. And what it is, it shows his characteristics. It shows who he is, where he's coming from. It shows that he is the eternal God, the creator of heavens and earth. Just in case anyone had tried to confuse, that statement right there shows exactly who he is. So I find it funny why people can look at the Bible and start to say, I have a lot of debates and sometimes with Muslims, they say, listen, Jesus never claimed to be God. I'm like, to the contrary, right there is a massive claim saying that he is God in the flesh. And identity is important because we need to understand it's a differentiator. When Jesus Christ said, I am, he differentiated himself from anybody else. All prophets that came before, he he made a clear difference. I'm not just a prophet. Can you say amen in this place? He said, I am. In other words, I was, I am, and I will be. He made a difference. Identity is also a characterization. It It shows the type of person, or in this place, the type of God he is. He is the only one and true God. Identity is important in our lives. And I want to bring this into into our sermon as we look at this. Because the only form of grammar he could have used was I am. Because we know if he'd have said I was, then he's talking about the past. If he says I will be, then that says he's not now, but he will be at some point. But I am he used because that was the only way to describe his currentness. Because Jesus Christ is always current. And we understand in Exodus chapter 3, we understand when God spoke to Moses, uh, he he, he, uh, revealed himself in a burning bush. Moses turned aside and and God had a, a, a back and forth. God had a mandate for him. And he says, go back to the people. I want you to liberate these people. And Moses, we know, said the story. Listen, if I go there, who shall I say has sent me? And we understand that God's response back then was tell them I am has sent you. So right there we see the link. And right there Jesus was showing himself exactly who he is to be the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He was showing himself to be the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. But I want to kind of move on to say, who does the world think he is? You see, because identity is important. And that's why the main aim of the devil is to try and change the identity of Jesus Christ. If you think about it, the main aim of of the devil is to change the identity of Jesus Christ. Because if you can change the identity of Jesus Christ, then you remove the central point of our whole religion. You remove the central foundation block of what we all build our lives on. If you can change the identity and make him just a good man, then it means nothing. I remember uh, I was speaking to, um, uh, it was part of my job. Sometimes I, I travel a lot. And this time I was traveling um, in uh, what we call it a jump seat. You know, DHL fly these massive big cargo planes. And sometimes we're able to go on and, in the jump seat. I, I, I saw the cockpit. It was, a, it was a fantastic experience. But I remember speaking to one person and uh, he was coming back. Um, he was coming back from Germany. And we started talking, as you do, you talk about what's going on. And, 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 you know, my faith came into the subject. And he started to say, listen, all religions are the same. 
All they do is they have a holy man and have a set of rules and you try and live by that. And I was like, well, there's where you're wrong, my friend. Because we don't just have a holy man. We have the God of the universe. And all these other holy men were, but Jesus is. There is the difference. There is the change. And in the world we live at today, you know, man's wisdom, you know, when we read the Bible, we can interpret it in many different ways. And that's why we have many different denominations of Christianity. Uh, and in the midst of all of that, we can have debates on certain issues. And, and you know, some, some things are fine to have debates on certain issues. For example, in Romans 14, we understand that there are going to be some people that uh, might find it wrong to eat certain types of food or, or certain types of meat, they'll, they'll say it's wrong. And, and you know, I'm okay with, with that. If you, want, if you want to be a vegetarian, God bless you. I'll pray for you. You can have that. It's fine. There's some people, the Bible says that they would uh, regard one day more holy than the other day. You know, we shouldn't get into fights if they say, I want to go to church on a Saturday. You want to go to church on a Sunday. We shouldn't get into arguments and beefs. If you want to serve Jesus like that, then you serve Jesus like that. But how many know there were some things which are just not up for debate? There are some things which I will not agree with you, like the identity of Jesus Christ. You know, there were Christians or so-called Christians who have a different view of Jesus. Let's look at the Unitarian Christians. I use that, that term lightly. They reject the Trinity and say that Jesus is not God, but a prophet who may have had supernatural kind of tendencies. So there's no Trinity. Uh, Jesus is definitely not God. That's what they say. And he, um, uh, he's a prophet. The Jehovah's Witnesses, JWs, God bless them. They believe Jesus is the first creation of God. Um, in other words, he, he had a start date. That was the first thing that God created was Jesus. That's what Je Jehovah's Witnesses uh, believe. And they also don't believe in the Trinity as well. Uh, Socianism. There's another one. They also reject the Trinity. There's a, there's a pattern. Everyone rejects the Trinity, then you go all crazy, right? So, social, they reject the Trinity and they believe that Jesus did not exist before he was born and also reject the concept of original sin as well. So, you've got these different sects and these different types of people. And what they're doing is they're changing the identity of Jesus Christ. And in so doing, you become a false doctrine. And now people are start to uh, follow certain things, but the main event, the central point of why we're called Christians is in the name. We're following Christ. And Christ was the one that says, listen, I was here from the day. I am. He says, I always existed and I always will exist. And if you change that, you're changing the identity of Jesus Christ. And this can go on and on with many people uh, that uh, uh, bring a different identity to Jesus Christ. Uh, because if you can damage the identity of Jesus Christ, uh, then you damage the foundation of which we build our lives upon. So I said all that as an introduction to this series because we're going to be looking at exactly who Jesus Christ said that he is. Um, and in each of our sessions, in each of the, the uh, 
sermons or each of the phrases, and there is a, it's like a metaphor, but um, it kind of shows and it explains exactly the characteristics of Jesus Christ. Um, and there's going to be a link in the Old Testament as well, because we understand that Jesus is the fulfillment, not just of the New Testament, but the Old Testament as well. So as he, as he speaks these seven statements, there'll be a link between uh, the Old Testament and the New Testament. So we'll expand on that uh, and we'll talk about that. Uh, but I want to kind of spend some time here on this one in Matthew uh, uh, chapter 16. And we'll verse... We'll read verse number 13 for you. I don't believe I gave this to you guys, but I'm going to find it anyway. Matthew 16, um, verse number 13, we're going to read. Um, if it's not on the screen, you're going to have to get your Bibles out. Amen. If you bought your Bibles, praise God. If you're not, get your device out then. Uh, we'll read Matthew chapter 16, verse number 13. It says, when Jesus came into the region of Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, who do men say? that I, the son of man, am. So they said, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he said to him, who do you say I am? And that question, I believe, is something that we need to ask ourselves. Who do you say that I am? Is Jesus Christ current in your life? See, under the sound of my voice, there could be people here right now who are using past tense to refer to Jesus. Yeah, I used to serve Jesus. I used to do this. I used to do this. I used to do that. But who do you say that I am? Can I tell you this evening that no matter what situation you are in, no matter what situation you are facing, Jesus Christ should always be current in your life. Come on, I've heard people tell me, listen, I'm just going through some things. Let me go through my things and then I'll come back to Christ or come back to church. Jesus Christ said, I am. That's current. When you're on the mountaintops, I am. When you're in the valleys, Jesus said, I am. Come on, when you understand, when there's, when there's finance in the bank, I am. When you're broke, you don't know what you're going to eat tomorrow, Jesus Christ said, I am. When you've got friends around you, I am. When you're lonely at night, Jesus Christ said, I am. Sometimes we allow the situations in our life to change the identity of Christ. My Bible says in Hebrews 13, 8, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever. Now I want us to spend time as we look at these in the next couple of weeks uh, on these I am statements because what Jesus does, he reveals his identity. Uh, and as he reveals uh, his identity to us, uh, we can start to build a relationship based on that uh, identity. Uh, when we're feeling things, uh, we don't understand how to navigate that. Well, you just look at what did Jesus Christ uh, say about himself? Uh, when we, un- we don't understand how to go or, or the next state to take, uh, we need to understand what did Jesus Christ say about himself? Uh, and when we understand the identity Identity. We understand who he is, isn't it? Will change our life forever, and we will continue to serve him regardless of what people say. I always say this: right now, in this day and age, it's quite easy to be a Christian. It's quite easy to have the title as Christian. We can go and do things at liberty. Uh, we can go and preach in the street at liberty. But some there's gonna come a time where it's not gonna be so easy to do that. 
There's going to come a time where there's going to actually be persecution for you just labeling yourself a Christian. Well, in those times, you need to recognize that Jesus still is. And there's nothing to be afraid of because we know that he is also yet to come. And that's one thing that we're looking forward to. Christ is the coming king. We need to understand who Jesus Christ is every single day. Because there's going to be people, situations, seeking to change the identity of Christ. So these next couple of weeks, listen, let's brace ourselves as we come on these Wednesday nights. We're going to look and talk in detail about all of those seven statements. And as we do that, we're going to get a revelation of Jesus Christ. And the revelation of Jesus Christ is what changes lives. So I want us to think about that as we... um, as we, uh, and also think about what I said this uh, just before the service as well. I've shortened that because really my, my, my brain and my mind is on that because uh, I really do believe that God is about to pour out his spirit uh, and we need to prepare ourselves. Um, and as we prepare ourselves, uh, we need to take the identity of Christ uh, to those around us. You know, the gospel is always to do with other people. The minute the gospel becomes about you and yours, uh, you've missed the point. Listen, I, I, listen I, I, I will preach also that God will provide for you. God, God, God will heal. I, I, I do preach that and I believe that. Uh, but the minute it comes just about me, there's a problem. The identity of Christ is to be shared with others. The Holy Spirit is not just so you can be this superstar. It is to go and minister to others. So what we need to do is understand the identity of Jesus Christ uh, and take it to other people. Let's bow our heads, let's close our eyes in this place. I want us to understand at the beginning as we look at what Jesus Christ said. He said, I am.